Huh. Sounds like there's a story there. Yeah. Does this rag smell like chloroform? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> there is a story there. Is that why you had a headache that night, Britain? Probably. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh my head. Uh, Probably. It needs all the things. Give it all the things. Oh, perfect. You nailed it. You can't bend physics. What you can do is write better softer. And you're doing MPLS changes or BDP changes. May, may God be with you, right? I, I always feel like I'm just a little fish in a sea of big fish. I've got a nested six-node sand. Oh, uh, guys. People, you know, quite often think that they don't have anything to bring to the table when they absolutely do. Everybody should. Anybody in IT that skips the phone stuff, it just hasn't earned it. Okay, I lied. I have one more question. On, On demand. demand. Correct. Welcome to GigaCast episode 30 for Sunday, July 28th, live to tape from the GigaCast headquarters. I'm Britton Johnson. And live from the VMware Fox Crossing office, I'm Tony Reeves. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, so sorry for the long delay in shows. It's been, uh, been on a hiatus. It's been a, like an unintentional hiatus at that. Um, yeah. We last did the our episode in May um our special mental health mental episode health. and and that did that you know that that got a, a lot of attention i think it went over really well but uh mm-hmm. man like we were supposed to like follow that right up with with mr chris williams here and just life just got in the way i had, I had a vacation you had a vacation and you know lots of training lots and of other flight. stuff you, you you've been traveling all over the place so that mm-hmm. that hasn't helped either well, I think I think talking about mental health and then not talking to me was probably the best idea. You know, all things considered. <laughs> well, welcome back, Chris. Thanks, guys. Well, great, great to be back. Well, and and, and as just as I was saying just before we we went on record here, you've been starting every episode for us for like the last year and a half. So, tip of the hat, sir. <laughs> all the things. Thank you. <laughs> so it's. It, it took me a while to actually. I was like, "Wait, that that voice sounds really." Who is that? <laughs> that is that nasally irritating squeal. I know that voice from somewhere. <laughs> it, it was it was between that and this one. I'll, I'll play another one. I've had my third cup of coffee and I'm good to go. Oh, that one needs to be in. So. Well, so hopefully you'll no give me more today. fodder just, to work from today. So that's awesome. the that's the Absolutely. goal. No, no no coffee today. Just uh, seltzers, uh, a little little soda water, and and um, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm I'm completely clean and and uncaffeinated and unalcoholed today. Oh, <laughs> oh that's okay. Well, I have to study after that. So, you know, uh, like I said, a lot has been happening since may i mean tony when was your first day at vmware again was it in april uh, yeah it was towards the end of april yeah hmm. um and then congratulations to both of you by the way yeah and and then like if you've been following on the twitters i uh had a crazy couple of months you know in in conversations with vmware they actually gave me two separate job offers and i had to like pull whatever hair I had left out trying to figure this out um, because it was just like I, I got like I don't, the, the timeline of this whole story is crazy because I first interviewed for a position with them last fall like starting in like November of 2018 mm-hmm. 
then like that went up into December and then through the holidays and we kind of went on delay and then in January there was a giant reduction in force and so they VMware laid off a whole bunch of people and so all the, all the jobs and positions that were suddenly open had to get reshuffled around because there was people they were keeping so that delayed things even more. So then by February, I had to drive to Chicago in a snowstorm to go do my in-person you know, presentation interview. And by the end of it, they, you know, after like talking to like 12 people, I came in second. <laughs> yeah, that hurts. So I'm like, there. ah. And so we just kind of sat and, and it was, you know, to be an NSX SE and I'm just like, well, this stinks. But you know, the manager, he's just like, you know, keep keep trying. You know, see if you can check other business units, see what you find. You know, and if if something pops up that's a fit, you know, I'll give you a recommendation. Just you know, keep going. Don't give up. So I'm like, all right. So tried a couple other things. Um, just talk. We got in some serious talks with the one 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 crew on the global VMware Cloud and AWS SE team. Again, came in second. And, and I'm like, well, so all, you know, go on vacation. I come back in, um, June and like day after I come home from vacation, um, get on the phone with the guy who's the SE manager for state and local government here in Wisconsin. And this would be a core SE role, like our friend Aaron Bolthouse and <laughs> talk to those guys, you know, did did a, a remote video presentation, which I felt like I totally bombed, um, and it was just it was just awful. It felt awful the whole time, and for whatever reason, they they still decided to come back to me to to give me an offer. So I I kind of like hesitantly like yeah I'll I'll take it, you know it's foot in the door it's inside a good company it's not a bad thing, but I wasn't all that really excited about it, you know. And at, and then, like, the next day, I get a phone call from this other manager who I originally talked to back last fall. And the guy that they hired instead of me decided to turn in his two weeks' notice. And so, all of a sudden, he's just like, what are you doing? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I just accepted this other offer, kind of. Funny, funny you should ask. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just like, 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 you know, let's, you know, call me on Monday because this was a Friday night. He called me and I'm just like, you know, I'm out with the kids. Let just call me and, you know, let's talk about Scott, this. Right. Yeah. And, right. and so we talk on Monday and I'm just like, if you guys are really serious about this, like, yeah, let's get the thing rolling. They hadn't even they didn't they didn't have a job posting for this thing. They didn't have anything approved. They had to race through and get all this stuff done, all the internal channels, and push everything through. And then he's like, "Once you apply for this, he's like, I'm going to have to notify the other manager, and you know, we can't compete on salary or anything. Everything has to be the same." Um, and I'm like, "That's fine." Um, and so I'm just like, I'm "Like you know, like this, like the, this, the timing was just ridiculous." And you know, and, and and finally at one point, I'm like, I, mean, I was emailing them these these guys, and I'm like. You know, if there's a scenario here where, you know, I could potentially lose both of these job offers, like that would, that's my worst case scenario. Like, you know, at the end of this, I want to come out of this with something. 
And so like, and, and my biggest thing is like, I don't want to tick anybody off. I don't want to hurt, have hurt feelings coming into this, this company. I don't want to just, you know, I want to do right. this like the most professional above board way as possible. And, yep, totally. and, and so yeah. they, they told me later that, uh, the two managers that I had spoken to and then their bosses all got on a conference call and they're all just like, you know, basically talking about me and you know, how, how, how each of them wants me selfishly, which is weird. <laughs> and, but at the end of the discussion, they're just like, you know, no matter what, you know, let's leave it up to him and he can pick what he wants because, you know, number one, we just want him to be in VMware. And I'm like, and they're telling me this later and I'm like, like man, that's, it feels really good, you know? And it, yes, and, it does. And, and well, and to hear, you know, kind of them, you know, not being jerks about it too. Like that, that, that to me is a testament of the the level of professionalism that's at, at VMware. Um, the culture. Yeah. And just, just being like, you know what, let's, you know, no matter what VMware wins, you know, and, and it's like, yeah, how do you, you know, the, the hard part for me was choosing between two good, two good decisions. So, yeah, but, and, and, and to be fair, I've heard, I've heard that a lot of, a lot of the, I mean, once, once you're in VMware, then you can, you can make changes uh, within VMware as right, well. Right. So, so that but by them just getting you in the door, they, they're, they're patting their, they're, they're basically, you know, patting their own, um, uh, bunker, uh, bench, dugout, uh, whatever, 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 yeah. whatever, whatever, uh, a sports, sports analogy. analogy you use. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, Yay, they're, sports they're, they're, team. <laughs> they're, they're, they're deepening their bench by, by having you in the room. Right. And, and if, and if, if they can woo you over internally later at a later date, then eh, it's gravy. Yeah. So, so then that's so, good for them. So good that, for you too. Yeah. So, and that followed up with like, I had to do a, a, a conference call with both of the managers and basically give them my decision, you know, like, like, man, this must be what like recruits feel like when they're on, you know, signing day. <laughs> right. Right. You no, know, which college are we going to pick? Um, <laughs> shark tank you. Yeah. And uh, I, well, by then I was pretty well, you know, decision made. I mean, you know, as soon as the other, as soon as the NSX one came in, I'm just like, I'm like, oh, thank God, like this is this is it. I mean, I mean, I, I it, it's it's just the thing, you know. And it's kind of your jam. Well, that and it's just like you know uh, what I when I talked to them initially about about after I lost this, I talked to my wife after I lost it the first time. I talked to my wife about it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, if this is gonna happen, like you know, because this is gonna be a lot of work, giving you know, spinning down my business rehoming my clients and getting all this stuff taken out of like, you know, if I'm going to do this, it's going to have to be the perfect fit and I can't force this. And, and right. taking the, the, the other one, the core role really would have been me forcing it and like, and eventually, and eventually probably just hating my job, you know, because instead of just talking, just instead of just continuing the conversations that I've already been having about NSX and other <clears throat> things, you know, now I have to talk about, everything in in the in the tool chest which is it's daunting for sure so yeah i mean it's it's a i mean back when it was just ecx you know it was it was a lot easier but well, now right. now there's there's an entire yeah there's, i mean there's so, a, so many services so many offerings right and yeah. and so it's just you know so that that is my that was my big announcement a couple of weeks ago i finally got everything squared away mostly with my my business clients and stuff there i've got somebody t taking most of them and and yeah tomorrow is my officially first day i got my laptop on friday 
Oh, nice. And Windows or Mac? Apple, of course. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they, well, it's like the, the, I've seen the, uh, the, De- the Dell that they said that they give you and mm. just, I'm not a fan of it, like Aaron, but like Aaron, Aaron Boltos has one and he's the, the, yeah, the, the Mac, Dell Mac all the way. Yeah. And the, the, the webcam on that is like down at the bottom of the screen. Apple or, or window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which would you prefer? You need stickers on your Mac. <laughs> Uh, they won't, I, they won't let me, I I've, I've had the, the conversation. Oh. So, so my latitude is a BYOD and, uh, this is, this is like, like I have to give this one back. Oh. Um, so I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, Britain, please continue. No, it's okay. <laughs> so just, I was just, I was just commenting how Aaron Boltos had mentioned it before. Like when he's typing on his thing on a video conference, like all people see is his giant fingers. Because yeah. Of- I, I've been on. <laughs> And calls with them that way, and it freaks me. Out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like Attack of the Killer Bolt House. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna do the Dell. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's it's been you know, but, and, but yeah, because of all of that transition, I mean, yeah, I've been working like crazy to try to clean stuff up and get the business spun down, and you know, mm. all, get rid of things and quit the contract job that I had, and I mean, just a lot, a lot, a lot of work. Um which is, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of work starting a business. It's a lot of work getting out of a business. Holy cow. Yes. But I mean, when you want to do right by your customers and, and well, and that's, and, that, and, and, like, right. like, and, and a lot of these customers are, you know, like for former, I, I used to work for some of them. So, I mean, I've known these people for almost a decade, you know, so it's, it's relationships that I by all means have to handle well and make sure that they're taken well care of. So, and that that's been, you know, goal number one is make sure that all of my gigabit clients you know, don't feel like they're getting shafted in this. So, mm-hmm. so awesome. yeah. good for you. Yeah. And you know, after, after I, I, my other little piece of, you know, fun news, which, you know, now that I'm in the club, everybody, everybody oh. else in the club is just like, Oh, you're not going to care about this anymore. But I'm in the V expert NSX for my second year. And I also got mm-hmm. in the V expert cloud, the new, the new V expert cloud management sub program. Um, which nice. ironically, and not necessarily ironically, but the like the second hat that I'll have to wear as an NSX SE is is all the cloud management stuff. So it's going to be a nice fit. Mm-hmm. So, I have a question. Yeah. What? So I so I, I have I have the the VExpert cloud designation. What is the VExpert cloud management designation? I got to be honest. I haven't I haven't been paying attention it's, very very closely recently. It's That's all, more around it, VROPS. Yeah, it's all the VROPS, the VRealize suite, and you know and anything Cody Darkland touches. Um, oh, Cas. Yeah. Oh. So Cas. Then, then I, I, I should probably get. I should probably go for that too. I, yeah. I, I used to be Mr. VROPS. Like three yeah. years ago, I was like the go-to VROPS guy. It's it's brand new. They <laughs> just anymore. they just spun it up for this this release of the expert sub program. So it's the first time they've done it. Oh, I wonder okay. how I missed that. Yeah. <clears throat> It was on the application. <laughs> if if you would have applied, no, I missed. I missed all of that. Yeah, but well, that's they, they, the only two, two sub programs they did this go around was the NSX and cloud management. So I'm sure. That, oh, really? Well, that in this rotation, I'm sure vSAN is probably coming again. It's just not due yet. Okay. Because because there was cloud, there was vSAN, there was NSX. Um, so they they've defuncted the 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 generic cloud one. No, and it's then still there. Now it's cloud. 
Oh, okay. All right. No, that's why it's confusing because there's like four different sub programs now. We're going to have to write a stern letter to Corey and find out what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Mr. Romero, WTF. <laughs> uh, He'll love to hear that. I'm sure. Yeah. You can use that as a sound bite. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. Good times. What about you, Tony? What you been up to? How's your VCF? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tony, so I've, Tony's I've been... relearning a whole new job. Yes, I've I've been very busy. Uh, I've been to California twice. I've been to Texas. I've been to uh, visiting lots of customers, getting intros and meetings with customers. So that's been good. Uh, Just kind of getting up to speed still in my onboarding period at VMware and kind of just making the rounds and getting intros and and helping out where I can with that. Um, Learning all the acronyms. uh, Hey, we have a website for that. I know. So there's, yeah, there's been a lot of, a lot of travel that thankfully is now going to die down a little bit. And I've got some of the, the major trainings out of the way. So, um, so that's cool. Uh, heading down to Chicago actually tomorrow to, to meet with a partner and mm. do some stuff there on VCF. And it, so it's been a little bit of a transition moving from, you know, just dedicated VSAN over to VMware cloud foundation, but, um, actually <clears throat> just, uh, just this weekend was at EAA with Heath, John- Heath Johnson, Britain's older brother, and he's on the VMware Cloud Foundation tech marketing team. So uh, it's been kind of cool uh, already having a buddy on the team helping me learn some of this new stuff that we're kind of- Oh, that is cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And you can so sit that- there and make fun of Britain while- uh, and, you know, Oh, oh share, yeah. I'm sharing sure. inappropriate stories. Yeah. Te- team up on that. Yeah, well. <laughs> that, that may be one of the downfalls yeah. of all of us working at the same company now. <laughs> So, uh, so I actually have a question about that. So, what's going to happen with the GigaCast? Is I mean, are, are, it's an, are it's you? It's a good question. So, um, I actually had a a quick, um, not so not super quick, but I had a quick call, a phone call with uh, Mr. Pete Fletcher from the Virtually Speaking Podcast mm-hmm. um, about this because I'm like, you know, Pete, obviously you're the podcast king in VMware. You know, what what are you, what what should I do? And he's just like, you know, as long as you're not really trying to like co-brand this as a VMware podcast, um, which they kind of, kind of did and kind of didn't ask him to do his old NetApp show for VMware. So, but at the same time, VMware does not own the Virtually Speaking podcast. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's an independent thing, but he still gets kind of some benefits from it. If I can say that in the most politically correct way possible. Um, right. Like it's part of, it's part of his description, I guess, is what, and, and things that he does for VMware. Um, whereas this, the GigaCast for me, you know, would be probably more akin to, um, like what Yadin Portadion de Leon does for the Tech Village podcast, where it's, you know, uh, you know, passion project. It's a side thing. It's not really his job for VMware. Yeah. We're still um, independent. Right. So so we will keep trudging along with the GigaCast. Um, and, and and honestly, like, I'm okay with this show not being all about VMware. Um, you know, because I'm sure that by, you know, even before the, even before now, we're, 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 we're both of us working for the company. Um, I think, you know, both of us have gotten to the point where it's some, it's sometimes it's just, it's enough already, you know? And so let's talk about something else. 
So, yep. So, which, which is why I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so, so like, yeah, so I, I still want to, you know, talk to, you know, guys like Ben DeQual from Microsoft and I want to talk to, you know, you and talk to, you know, other people at, at, at Amazon that we know, um, Mm-hmm. And just start to kind of work work through all this stuff because I mean as 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 Pat you know Gelsinger says like it's it's going to be a multi cloud hybrid cloud kind of a world, um, and so yeah. it's really important that we know all of these things and that we kind of have mm-hmm. have uh, the ability to have conversations on those kind of levels, um, and and even selfishly for me you know dealing with NSX and you know talking to customers about how they can integrate their networks and stuff. And NSX is everywhere now. It's in Amazon. It's in Amazon. It's in Azure. It's in all these places. And so, so it's going to be, you know, to our benefit to to have it be a more broad spectrum type of a show and and be able to learn more about this stuff, you know. And that's that's a lot of what I say with this. With the reason, like I li- I like to do the show is I get free training and consulting from some of the best experts in the country. So. Exactly, yeah. and that's 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 basically why I do V Brown Bag. It's yeah. it's a it's a really good way to just almost by osmosis pick up you know stuff that really smart people are throwing down. Yeah. So so they, so that's the long and short of it. You know, we will keep doing the show. Um, I I don't know that it, I don't know that we'll get out of the once a month. Hopefully, we'll get back into the once a month rotation here. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, uh, I I'm I'm kind of afraid to see if we've lost any subscribers once I post this. <laughs> but um but we'll we'll keep going you know and we'll keep trudging along and and i promise you you know it will not just be all vmware all the time um because Mm. it's just not the world we live in so well and we're technology enthusiasts technologists and we like to see a lot of solutions so yeah exactly i i can i can Tell you that that a a, a one time or a two time blip on regularity is not is not the death knell of of a of a show of of like subscribers and stuff like that. Right. Um, if if it becomes really really sporadic and and uh, and you know, I, you know I've I've had I've had my share of like you know uh, con- contributions to podcasts where you know it was like okay we're gonna put we're gonna crank one out once a week. And and uh, and then you know come out once a month, once every three months, and it just you could, it just fall the subscribers fall off a cliff. Um, so yeah, yeah. you know if 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 you're if you're gonna do it, then and and you want to do it once a month, then it's it's you know you got to commit, and you know pe- people are forgiving the first couple of times, but after the third or fourth, you know serious like faux pas, yeah. But you know, we all we all do this for fun, and and we right. all we all crank out really knowledgeable information, and 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 hopefully, you know, when when we throw these things up into the air, out into the ether, um, somebody you know comes away with it with with knowledge and everything. And I I, right. I try not to look at the number of views or the number of subscribers. I just you know is was was this thing really valuable? Did did I come away with something? If I mm-hmm. did, then then that's that's my win right there. Yeah, and, and and I've never been about making this you know like my job. I mean, this is this is purely it's just fun. you know a way for me to stay in touch with with, with excellent people like yourself, Mr. Williams, and Stop. You know. <laughs> do go on. <laughs> and you know, it's just that at one point, like they were when, during the interviews and stuff for VMware, they're just like, you know, why do you want to work for VMware? And I'm just like, well, my brother works there, 
my you know, best friend and podcast co-host works there. All these other people that I know at VMware work there. So I'm like, really, at this point, it's like, why shouldn't I work for VMware? I mean, I have to because all of my right. friends are there. So <laughs> it's gonna it's just be a great big, big nerd party. Everybody yeah. hanging out, sharing and, knowledge. And, and, and the the, um, the, the, it, the other ironic thing is like I have before I became an employee, I actually got the chance to interview all of my bosses. <laughs> so yeah, the roaming reporter. Yeah. Because I, I got to interview, you know, um, Tom and I, the the NSBU GM, and I got to interview, you know, Pat, at, you know, back in April. Oh, Tony and I. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, yeah. I mean, when when you get when you get those chances to talk to yeah you know, Tom Gillis and Pat, and I mean, you know, I briefly met Tom Corn. Um, I mean, you know. Uh, it's just, it's it's pretty crazy that the, the the way this whole thing just kind of shook out. But enough about me. That's awesome. So before I, I, we go I love further, go, go ahead. Oh, I was I was gonna say I love that everybody has a last name except Pat. Pat's just Pat. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody says Pat Gelsinger. That's that's just a waste of of air and syllables. It's Pat is Pat. Bump it up all. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. So real quick before we go, go any further, I uh, just wanted to say sorry for your loss on losing Kermit. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. T-Kitty. That was sad to see. He's, uh, I know he's been right by your side during a lot of the stuff. So, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Don't, don't, uh, don't, don't make him all of a klimt. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, we, we, so Fozzie is, Fozzie is still alive and healthy. Um, soup is still alive and healthy. Stinky bean is still alive and healthy. Um, it, it's, you know, Fozzie and Kermit were brothers. Okay. Um, Fozzie still, it, it, it's, you know, it is I mean, anybody that's had, you know, pets or, or lost in the, in the family or whatever like that. You know, it's, it's, it, 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 it is what it is. He had a really, really good life. And, and, um, and this is for anybody listening. I, I highly encourage um, if if you if you can if you if you can swing it, um, and you have a vet in your area that does offer this, euthanasia at home is the best thing ever, in terms of in terms of not bring your you know your your loved pet into a into a vet's office for for that last visit, not not having them freak out. Just you know a very quick, quiet, at home, sedate environment, you know, around what he knows and everything like that. Um, couldn't, couldn't speak more highly of, of the professionals that come in and do that on a regular basis. Um, Dr. Cernick, the one that came for us, I mean, that's, that's literally her job all day long. Every day she drives from house to house to house. That's gotta be hard. That. Oh man. I can't even, I can't even begin to imagine that. Uh, she is so compassionate and so wonderful. Um, and it's, it's really, it was really, um, good for us and, and for Kermit to, to be able to do that. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay, man. It's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll you know, build it up it, from it's, there. It's life. You know? Yeah. Life happens. Yeah. 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 It's, it's all good. All right. So, uh, Okay. So we, we, because of our, you know, craziness, like we didn't really plan a whole lot of stuff here. I do have, I have one quick question for you. Maybe this isn't a quick question, Chris, but what happened to VTUG? 
Uh, so is it over? Is it virtualization? Complete, is it completely done? It's done. It's done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've, we've stuck a pin in it. The, the official answer, right? Now, so we just had the, the last SummerSlam. The official answer is that that was the last regularly scheduled event that VTUG will have. Okay. Um, when we, when, when Chris and Don first started VTUG 16 years ago, and it's, it was it, been going on for 16 years. Um, they had, they had four events. They had the, the spring ahead, the summer slam, the fall forward and the winter warmer. Um, and, and it was, it was those four events for the first 10 or 11 years. Um, and, and then, you know, sponsorship started waning and attendance started waning. So we got rid of the fall forward in the spring. We first got rid of the fall forward because that was right next to VMworld. And okay. we're like, and everybody stopped going to fall forward because they were going to VMworld instead. Right. Um, so, so then we, then we went down to three. Um, and then the spring ahead, that was like right when school was starting and, and nobody, I mean, it was, it was all of the wrong reasons for that one too. So, th so then it went down to summer and winter and the winter warmer was held at Gillette stadium. And that was, everybody wanted to go to Gillette and have a giant party and meet the, um, meet the, the, the Patriots alumni and, you know, get memorabilia signed and everything like that. And that was really fun. And the summer slam because of the lobster bacon, the after party, everybody wanted to attend that too. Yeah. But it's it 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 went down the path of the spon the sponsors kept seeing the same people over and over again. Um, the people were showing up for the after party, so they they they'd show up at like three in the afternoon to get their bracelet to show up for the after party. <laughs> not talk to any sponsors. Not give oh. not give any value to the to the day. Just working the system. Not learn anything. Yeah, just coming and working the system and then yeah. drinking on our dime. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's unfortunate. So, so the, the bill for the after party kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and the sponsorships were getting smaller oh, and smaller and smaller. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, uh, we, we, we called it, we called the ball. Um, you know, if, if somebody else wants to pick up the ball, um, give me a call, give Don, give Don Harney or me a call, uh, and, and we can have that discussion. Um, but it's not, okay. um, as so like literally we just finished it i was i was very um it was it was very bittersweet because as your walk years are coming up to so you're like again you got to do this again <laughs> and then when you're finished you're like oh it was so awesome <laughs> <laughs> so so it, it was it was one of those things where it, it it is very bittersweet because it did go so well for so long and everybody really enjoyed it and we always had a lot of good talkers uh speakers um our, our the last SummerSlam, we had uh, Matt Broberg, Josh Atwell, and Pamela Schmidt come in for as our general session presenters, and each one of them killed it. They they knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Um, the only the only thing that I asked them to do was in their talk talk to the audience, um, and and the, the so the VTUG audience is the infrastructure and virtualization people. I mean. I am I am your standard VTUG attendee. I'm a middle career um, ex infrastructure guy trying to trying to figure out this cloud stuff, trying to see you know where 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 read the tea leaves and figure out where things are going. Right. Um, you know, playing with G, playing with VMware since GSX 1.2 was out. You know, that's that's the audience. I told Matt Pamela and Josh, give these people the tools for the next ten years. Have the conversation with the hard conversation, the the basically, hey, knuckleheads, listen up. You're, this is this is what you're going to need to know to to make 
to make yourselves relevant for the next 10 years. If, you know, if your career is going to go for another 10 years, if you, if you want to go, right, you might right. be retirement age, you know? Um, and so, and so Matt talked about, you know, his, his work with open source, his work with Red Hat and, and all of the, and all of the thing, you know, learn to get, I mean, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a learn to code talk. Um, he, he said it far better than what I'm, than, than the, the, the way that I'm saying it. Um, and, and Josh, Josh kind of, had a had a similar but but different approach to it. Um, speak, speaking, he he basically coined himself as the IT therapist. He he goes into companies and talks to talks to everybody's having the same problems. Everybody's having the same issues. Everybody's having the same uncertainties. Right. So you know, get on Josh's couch. You know, talk to him about your mother and figure out what's gonna you know where where everything's going from from that perspective. And then Pamela had killed it with her Azure stuff. I mean, I mean, I I am now going to um, study for my AZ 103. So I need I need to get get that ball rolling. Um, you know, the, the AWS stuff is still going strong, but even even myself, I have to diversify. I know I went from right. VMware to, to AWS, but now now I got to figure out, you know, how do, how does the, the AWS offerings compare to the Azure offerings? We we have a very deep bench of Azure people, but I need to get that inch across, uh, you know, mile wide, inch deep um, perspective on on Azure now. So so that, so I'm going to go for my AZ 103. Um, Man, cool. The, the, the day went really well. Um, you know, uh, DM me if, if you want, if you want me to make the introduction, if you want to talk about picking up VTUG, um, that, that well, would, that I, would I, be, think, I think, I would, I was going to say, I, th I think it's probably us like a sign of the times because, you know, I, I've heard mixed things about the way, you know, VMUG is going and you always, I, I, you know, you hear like, you know, like, uh, God bless Brad Tompkins and VMUG. I mean, that guy is so positive <clears throat> about everything, but but it's got to be a rough a rough ship to to sail because you're trying to like provide value to the company who's and comp the companies who are sponsoring your stuff, but at the same time trying to provide information and not bore people to death that are attending it. Um, and and it's just yeah, you know, and you're trying I, to I have do sales. You're trying to make it technical right. content for the audience. So, so here, here is the solution. I, so I, I tried to, I tried to um, make it, make a bunch of changes at VTUG. Some of them stuck. Some of them didn't stick. Um, what, what did you say the guy's name was that runs v, uh, VMUG? Brad. Brad. Okay. Brad, 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 if you're listening to this, if you had a hackathon, if you, if you, if you took the VMUG day um, and turned it into a hackathon using the tools that VMware provides, you know, showing people the API, using Postal to, to, to access stuff and, and create like a puzzle, basically make, make the day into an escape room using the different tools to get out of the box. Everybody would sign up for that. Everybody would go, people would learn how to code. People would learn, you know, power CLI, um, you know, throw, you know, create teams with, you know, a couple of infrastructure guys and a couple of code monkeys. And, and that was how I got into AWS. Yeah. I went to a hackathon at reInvent and my light bulbs popped all over the place. I was like, holy mackerel, this is the next holy grail. This is what, what I need to do. Mm -hmm. If, if somebody at VMware could do that, could, could turn a VMUG day into a hackathon, I would I would sign up for that in a heartbeat because I love those things. Yeah. Every everybody I, that goes to those things loves those things. I think there are yeah. some local groups that that's what they do. Um, yeah, there's the PGH Little Hack. 
in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, there's obviously the VMware code hackathon is at VMworld. A lot of people don't know about that, and that is a great event. Yeah, it's it's uh, amazing. Not to it's, miss. Yeah, uh, I think Cody's Cody's helping with that one this year. Uh, Cody Darkland and and probably, uh, probably you yeah. know. Yeah, uh, it's it's so me. much fun. The, the, yeah. Those kinds of things, t- taking taking the tools and doing something fun with them, but not just clicking through the GUI. Not the same stuff that you can do in a hands-on lab. That's 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 been there, done that. We've all been done doing hands-on labs for ten plus years now. Right. You know, get get something get something where oh here's here's a power you know turn turn it into here's a PowerShell script that's broken. What what can you do to go in there and fix it to to make it, you know, call from VCAS over here to provision this thing. Oh, plus you're going to grab some data from an S3 bucket to do this and then spit that over into an Azure thing. Um, but it's all, but it's all based upon VCAS and, and you've got like a local v, v, uh, VCF uh, co- component to it too. That would be amazing. That would be so much fun. Okay. If he's, he's not, he's, I don't know if he's going to listen to this, but that's, that's my, that's my uh, take on it. I would, I would, I would salivate to do that. Right. And I I think it's one of those things that they're, they're trying to figure out, you know, the different directions they can go with it. And, Hmm. you know, and it's, and it's just gotta be, it's just gotta be hard, you know, because, you know, all, all I've, all I've heard from people who've attended even the local VMUGs is, you know, oh, it's too much of this sales stuff and it's not practical and solution enough and, you know, it's agreed, you know, and, totally and, agree. And I, and I'm, I got asked to come up to the, uh, the Northeast Wisconsin super V mug in September. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if I can make it yet or not because of this whole starting with VMware thing. But you know, mm-hmm. if I'm, if I'm going to deliver another V, you know, V mug talk at this point, I mean, I want to try to build something that is extraordinarily practical and and actually helps somebody solve a problem because yes. you know, I've been to too many of these meetings where you know these guys who are, who are SEs will get up and talk about their product and all it is is just a slide by slide by slide by slide sales pitch and in in the guise of a technical presentation um, and it's and every single time they fall flat you know people don't really get anything out because, of it because we're in- engineers right. we're engineers and we can we can we can smell commercial a mile away right and and you were and, and at the same time like every, everybody in that room is, is the, the reason they're there is not for necessarily for the free lunch or the giveaways um you know they're hopefully oh, nice. they're hopefully there to learn something <laughs> wait what <laughs> did you not have those at your events no we always do and i can never i'm because i'm helping to run them i can't put myself in for the giveaway right. <laughs> so i've never gotten a giveaway my entire life the death star legos the millennium the aluminum falcons whatever they're called right. no i'm kidding yeah. um yeah i've never i've never won anything yeah the <laughs> aluminum falcon the aluminum wow. falcon <laughs> that has got to be a takeaway from this <sighs> yeah that's got do, do you guys do you guys not watch robot chicken no Okay, so so in Robot Chicken, it's a it's a Adult Swim after hours I've claymation, it, yeah. hilarious. It's so fun. Uh, the Emperor Palpatine is yelling at Darth Vader for blowing up another Death Star. And he's like, "What do you mean? What the hell's an aluminum falcon?" It's 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 sorry. Right. I think we found our episode title. Maybe yeah, the aluminum falcon. <laughs> the aluminum falcon. <laughs> All right. But, but but anyways, they you know they're like I I've 
I, I think people, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but maybe people do just like the free stuff in a day off of work. I mean, that's, that's, you're uh, absolutely you know, right. You're you absolutely Selfishly, do, yeah. selfishly, that is, you know, why I started going to VMUGS. <laughs> but, you know, it was just an excuse to get out of the office. But no, so you're, you're absolutely right. The, I mean, I, I, I now have been doing this for a long time with the, with the VTUG, with the AWS Pug, with V Brown Bag, um, and with with every single one of those. Every time I talk to a speaker, I'm like, give the audience an actionable thing. I want them to be able to pop open their laptop right there and do the thing that you're that you're showing if 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 they wanted to give them give them something meaty that they can chew into right. the hard part now is is, is um, now your audience is split. You used to have just a bunch of infrastructure guys so you could say okay go into vCenter. Right. Now it, now you've got you know three three quarters are are like you know Python or Java developers and some of them know how to do Lambda but some of them don't know how to like you know deploy an EC2 instance. Some, some people don't are like really good at S3 Yes, exactly. And, 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 and yeah. some, some can do SSH all day long, but, but they don't know how to, you know, how to, you know, pumps, they, they can't subnet right. or, or it's the, the audience is so varied now that it's very difficult for me to find speakers yeah. that, that, you know, regularly can, can, can hit all the talking points. So VTUG was the infrastructure go-to AWS Pug is turning into the developer go-to and, and I'm trying to figure out how to, to get the same people into the same room like, like me so that I can figure out, you know, because we got to figure out both sides of this thing. It's, it's not, you can't, right. you can't just be the infrastructure guy. You can't just be the developer. You got to be that, that magical mystical DevOps unicorn in the middle that doesn't really exist. Okay. Why is life so hard, Chris, man? Yeah. <laughs> can't we all just get along? Job Look at the job recs. You, you, they want a 20-year infrastructure veteran plus a 20-year, you know, uh, Java right. slash C plus plus slash software architecture with a master's guy, degree. Fresh out of yeah, fresh out of college and is willing to work for for you know low six figures. Okay, yeah. good good luck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I just got reached out uh, on LinkedIn. Was it last week or the week before for a three-month vsan the expert job in connecticut oh I'm my like, god you're clearly picking up keywords because vsan the expert is an award not a role it was hilarious. <laughs> that that's that is an that is an hour of gigacast right there everybody's yeah. submitting their most ridiculous offers yeah, yeah. I, I got i've gotten desktop offers like in the past couple of days <laughs> Contract desktop offers in like Des Moines. Yeah, just spam you. They don't care where you're at, your skill set. Just, yep. You live in America, right? Yeah. I live in Are America. You to Des Moines? Technology. You're a fit. Yeah. Throw it. See what sticks. Yep. All right. All right. So I noted here, Chris, that you know you seem to be tweeting or at least increase your tweeting persistence about Python a lot uh -huh. in the last year. Um, I'm sure that's uh -huh. like Cody Arc. Like, Arc I, like, like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm seeing more Python stuff from you than I am AWS stuff from you. So, what, what's with the? That's fairly accurate. Yeah. What's with the increase in the Python topic stuff and learning in your in your head? Like, is it is is this a passion thing or is it something you see as the way IT is headed? And sub question: Tell us about PyCon. All right. Cool. Uh, wow. That's a, that's a lot to unpack. Let's. All right. 
uh, uh, time for buzzword out. bingo. Let's double, let's, let's double click on that and back. The truck. <laughs> um, let's okay. put a pin so, in that. Let's, let's, uh, let's pan to the right and you'll see the Python books that I'm currently right. trying to chew through. We have the, the Python crash course, automate the boring stuff from Al Swigert, uh, invent your own computer games and practical Python projects, serious Python, Python programming. Um, and so, so yes, to to all three of your questions. Well, yes to two of your questions, and I'll tell you about PyCon. So, um, the 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 re the reason why I'm I'm picking up Python now is because I see I see the value in the other side. So we were talking about both sides. We were talking about the infrastructure side, and you know, knowing subnetting and knowing EC2 instances, and knowing you know how to, how to do um, you know CPU ready and co-wait. I, I see the value in in flipping my brain over and learning how to do the programming pieces too, mm -hmm. um, because you can you can marry the two pieces. There's a there's a module um, in in Python called Boto three B O T B O T O three, and that is the uh, I'm going to say this wrong, but that that is that is the mechanism by which you can actually write Python programs to blow out your infrastructure. You can you can use that to create your EC2 instances and create your subnets and your availability zones and, and do all that stuff. So yeah. when when I first got into it, I was using CloudFormation templates (CFTs) to to spool up the environments and and using using that. Um, it's it's a scripting it's 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 a script. It runs through the script top to bottom. It figures things out and it and it, and it creates the environment. Mm -hmm. If if you can do that with an with with an OOP uh, program programming language like Python then you can get much more granular in your question and answer, your call and response. Um, you can, you can do a lot better, more granular cleanups of, of your, of your, of your environment. So yes, I'm doing it because I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm actually really, really having fun with it. Uh, me and my wife were at the beach today and actually I, I brought this book with me to, to read on the beach because I'm, I enjoy chewing on, I enjoy chewing on problems. I enjoy having something that that is that is feeding my brain. Mm -hmm. um, I also I also you know read you know sci-fi and fantasy and stuff like that too. But but most of the time I just I, I like to like edify myself. I guess I don't know. I'm 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 a glutton for punishment. Um, but but First it's but it also thanks for knowledge. Yeah, sure. Kim says I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to prove her wrong. It's 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 just this is. This is like a 15 year long marriage prove her wrong thing. It's it's just me, it's, you know. <laughs> nice. I'm not dumb. Uh. <laughs> so so the the Python is how I'm learning how to do programming languages. So so you you can you can learn programming language. You can learn programming via any any language. You know, pick one: Java, Go, Python, whatever like that. Um, once you've once you've learned how to do programming, then then the languages become you know a matter of syntax that you can you can translate across. So once once I've gotten the the majority of the knowledge of programming into my head via Python, then I can transfer that over to JavaScript or, or whatever like that. And a lot of the back end of AWS is Python and JavaScript and, okay. and, and what have you. So it, it is, it is helping me to get there. Um, I, I have been, so the other reason why I've also been tweeting a little bit less about AWS 
is because I've been doing so much more of it, like from a from a talking and presentation perspective. So I, I spoke about architecture, security architecture in AWS at Reinforce. I talked about I'm, I've, I've got two presentations coming up um, next week for the for the Green Pages Summit, the company I work for, um, on on again uh, architect, good good architecture and and uh, and a good backup uh, thought methodology, protecting your assets in, in a in a cloudy future. So. Because I'm because I'm writing so much about that, I'm just exhausted at the end of the day, and I just stop talking about it, like to to the general public. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Enough already. So so when I yeah yeah exactly. So when I when I tweet or when I when I do community stuff or when I want to like throw something out there that I find interesting, I'm not saying that the AWS has become drudge work. It certainly isn't. But I've just talked about it so I've talked about it to death during the day. I want yeah. to just crack into a Python book and have a little bit of fun. I just do do something a little bit but, different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, but it do, but it does all tie together. I mean, there, there, it's all it all it all will come together at this magical moment. You know, three or four years in the future when I when I've got this all figured out. Um, I'm currently working with a couple of people within AWS to. Um, you know, do do an article on using Boto three to clean up your environment. Like, if you want to create a giant nuke button for an account, like using using Boto three to to run something that will do that. Um, I, I know that it's been done, but I want to do it in Python and I want to write it myself so that it kind of just so so as as a part of this project, I'm I'm learning, yeah. um, and and it would be super fun too. So, PyCon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Did did I did I answer the first two questions? I, I, yeah, uh, did, yes, I, did, I, yes. did I cover that? Did you yes. have any follow-ups? No. No. That's good. I mean, I I I just I just was curious because you know, I know you as the AWS guy and and right. just and just, right. and just as a generally good human, um, you know, and so I feel the same way. Thank you. Hey, you know, there's there's only so many people, so so many random strangers' cars I would just jump into in Boston, and you're agreed. And you're, agreed. And you're one yeah. of them. So. Especially that says Hogwarts Express scratched into the side. That was so weird. It was so awkward. Yes. Huh. Sounds like there's a story there. Yeah. Fine. Does this rag smell like chloroform? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> there is a story there. Is that why you had a headache that night, Britain? Probably. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my head. Uh, probably. Uh, yes. Yeah. Him and Kanji they probably <laughs> did something to me that day. <laughs> You've been doped. That's that's the guy we got to get on the show is Kanji. Man, we need a good we need yeah. a good British accent on the show. Absolutely, yeah. He's he is super fun. So he he was at the SummerSlam, uh, and and he just started. He's been super busy too. He started the Southern Maine uh, AWS group recently. Him him and a couple of other folks. Well, and he runs the um, v, the VMUG up there too. I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, he was exactly. telling me about that when I, I got to meet him at the Leader Summit in February out in Palo Alto. So yeah. that was. It was pretty cool to finally get to meet him, and he was talking about that. He was inviting me to all these events. I'm like, man, I'd love to get there, but unfortunately, that's gonna be so tough. He's he's doing it the super smart way, though. He, every time every time he starts up one of these things, mm-hmm. he he has like four other people helping along. I've 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 been doing it completely wrong. It's like either me you don't want to get burned out. Uh, yeah, it's either me and like two other people, or actually, that's how it's been. It's been me plus two other people. Um, so by, by, by being able to distribute the workload so equitably, um, he's, he's able to have a lot more fingers and a lot more pies, um, than, than I have. Um, but yeah, you totally should have him on. He's super fun to chat with. Yeah. Ask him about his anime fetish. <laughs> oh, great. 
Don't you have one of those too? I, yeah. <laughs> me, uh, me, yeah. Me, him, and Ariel are yeah, always I was say, like, about We just have to have all three of you guys on, and, we'll, and Tony and I will just go away, and you guys can have your own little conversation. Yeah. The 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 GigaCast V Nerd V Anime. We could all sit here with a bowl of ramen noodles. Just <laughs> got some uh, arson over in Japan. I'm sorry. Say again. Wasn't there one of those anime studios that just had some arson happen to them over in Japan? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not aware of the, the details, but yeah, that was really unfortunate. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. okay. PyCon. Tell Man. me about PyCon. Tony, you are just stepping on everything in this talk. First Kermit, <laughs> now the arson stuff. And like, what? What are you just determined to just nosedive this thing? He just, he just wants on? you to cry. He wants to get you to cry. He's, he's, you are the <laughs> you are the Debbie Downer of the GigaCast. Holy crap! No. <laughs> womp womp. Now you got to get sound effects for the show. <laughs> Nothing but love, Chris. <laughs> We're gonna get Tony a sad trombone. You're bringing up <laughs> relevant topic. Womp. Oh, guys. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On to PyCon. Right. Pi oh, wait, I have Pi waiting for me upstairs, so this better be good. Oh, so, okay. PyCon, crazy fun, super, super fun conference. I was blown away at, at how well the, the Python Foundation puts together so on on a number of different different uh, levels so I, I've been to a ton of VM worlds I've been I've been to a ton of reinvents now mm -hmm. um, I, I go to a lot of the big conferences I go to a lot of the small regional conferences I, I help to run a lot of the small regional conferences this the the, the PyCon the, the the way that the Python Foundation puts puts together the, the PyCon the the way that they encourage people to pay on a sliding scale to if if you if you are self-funded it costs so much if you are if your company is sending you it costs a little bit more and that that overage helps to get other underprivileged people to the to the to the show that is a fantastic idea yeah it's so so and that's that is literally the tip of the iceberg that's cool they have they have an entire track done in spanish because they know that not everybody speaks english they have they have really really good inclusivity in, in in the lgbtq community they they every everybody is it's like it's almost like um uh what was that hippie fest in the 1970s the big, big music yeah. festival thank you it was it was woodstock meets uh computer nerds meets a star trek convention i mean there was, it wasn't like people in cosplay or anything actually was there people in cosplay there might have been a couple but it every everybody was just so patient and so wonderful and so smart and so so willing to part with their own infra, their time and their energy um so I wanted to do the Python thing and I wanted to get interested in Python. And so I was chatting with Calvin Hendricks Parker, um, who was one of the AWS leaders for the, for in, uh, Indianapolis and is also runs the IndyPy group there. I met him at reInvent in 2016. Cool. We became good friends. Um, and he's been pushing me to learn Python ever since literally like Chris, you need to get into Python. I was like, all right, Calvin. And then eventually I, I start doing it. I'm like, wow, this is really fun. And he's like, I know I told you. Um, so <laughs> I started doing, I started doing the V Brown bag track on Python. We, we kicked that off. I want to say three or four months ago. And, and it has been going gangbusters. We've have had 
like week after week after week, the most amazing presenters doing, doing the Python stuff. So Calvin was the second presenter. I want to say back in like February now. I mean, that's how long we've been doing. That's how it's it's unheard of that we've had a run on one topic for this long, and it's 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 picking up steam. People are people are not losing interest in it at all. They're 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 loving it. Cool. Um, that's that's another topic. Um, so Calvin, in his talk on virtual environments and and um, using pip to install modules into Python, he's like. Dude, you should totally come to PyCon. I was like, I, I don't know anything about Python. I mean, I'm I'm learning it, but I don't, but I'm. And he's like, ah, I don't want to hear it. He he invited me to come to the house that, that him and his company were renting out. Um, uh, all I had to do was like get the ticket and fly out there, and then he said, I'll take, I'll take care of everything else. I was like, screw it, why not? It'll it'll be super fun. We get out there, and it's it's just like this this happy utopia wonderland of people just you know, literally just giving giving. So uh, uh, Nina Zakharenko, she's she's like she's like the Mario Andretti of of Python, <laughs> and and she was just she like like spent time with me to do the like this most menial Git commit thing, and 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 like everybody there is like that, and there and there it's just it was really wonderful. Um, I met a, a met a bunch of super nice people out there. I I got a bunch of them to commit to so. When when I go to a conference, I, I like get people to commit to like come on to be brown bag and talk about you know whatever it is that they want to talk about and and the attrition rate I want to say is probably seventy percent because you're at a conference yeah sure I'll do whatever you want to do and then I follow up afterwards eh, I'm too busy yeah. nobody nobody that said that they would do it with the exception of one person has has uh, bowed out that's awesome it's cool to see the community come together like that and support each it, other it really was ninety five percent non-attrition rate <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty high actually so i so even even if you so there there were people there that had less knowledge about python than i did and 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 they and they were just as happy to be there as i was there were so i i met guido van rossum the guy that that invented python i've got a hilarious selfie with him it's uh <laughs> It's it's absolutely amazing because he looks puzzled and I just had this maniacal cackle on my face, <laughs> um, and uh, he didn't want to do a V Brown bag. I, I he said he had some he was busy with something else. I don't know whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean it was uh, dudes. If if depending upon where it's at, I would encourage you guys to go. Even people with zero experience that, that just have a thirst for learning a little bit about programming, um, using Python, and 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 then going to a really really cool, very well created conference. Um, it's it's very well worth it. I mean, I, I just remember being impressed because you were you you or somebody was tweeting out how they have like these court stenographers like typing captions for everybody that's talking. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I I, I totally spaced I'm that. Like, there were. It was, it's just, I mean, I've, I've always thought like, you know, like, okay, ever since I had a daughter who's deaf, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always trying to see like things from her perspective as she grows up in this world. Like, what's it, what is she going to experience? And like, yeah, like she has cochlear implants. If she goes to a conference, how the heck is she going to pick up anything, you know, in a giant right. room? Like you don't, they, you know, she hears just that much, just so little. And, you know, it's like, yeah, she would absolutely you know need something like that to have you know live captions of a of a speaker talking and you know and I, I tweet when i saw that tweet from them in or you at pycon i'm like i'm tagged at vmworld people i'm like hey pay attention <laughs> because like you know it, it, it's always nice to be able to even just roll back a couple of lines and just be like what did he just say 
and you know even when you're just hearing it um you know like it, it's super super huge thing for them to do that they they had one in every room every every right. single it was it was i was blown away they they had a, Spa, a spanish speaker in the spanish room they had they had one in every other large breakout room and and these these people actually had technical acumen because when they were saying like some like weird uh you know it acronym or something like that they nailed it every single time wow. i mean i mean it was it was cool it was it was so it was so cool and and there were so many instances just like that of things that were that cool they, they took like literally every disability into consideration um because because the only thing that matters there and and i felt this more at PyCon than i did at any other conference the only thing that matters is your mind how can we, how can we make it better how, what, what can we do to help you out? You know, bring your brain to the conference and we will, we will do what we can to fill it in the way that, that you need it to be filled. Right, right. And it was just, it was like, it was almost heartwarming. It was, it was so cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, okay. well, that, that's, that is really, really cool. I mean, I, and, and I think like it's stuff like that, that, you know, as you know, VMUG user cons and VM, even VMworld and as, as these things kind of have to grow and evolve and change, I mean, I mean, this is why Microsoft has had, you know, 12 different versions of their main conference for the last 12 years. Like it keeps changing because there's just so much happening and they keep splitting off into different directions. And, you know, like at some point these things are getting a little too big and, you know, like I would think at some point, you know, VMworld might even have to get split up into two separate conferences because you just can't cover it all in a week. Yeah, that that's my one beef with reInvent. Honestly, is right. you know, 147 services right now, and they're trying to do an entire conference in 10 different hotels across the entire Vegas Strip with right. 60,000 plus people, um, and and there's no way that any one human could could possibly there's there's no way that you know 50 humans all working in concert could could cover the entire event um, and get the knowledge that that you would want to need out of it. Yeah. So. I yeah, I, I I totally agree. I mean, they should they should have like a developer version for for the, for it, and maybe an, I don't well, actually I don't know because uh, I like I like crossing over. I like doing both. That's so, the hard part. Is uh, how do you please everybody? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But and as my wife will tell you, I'm extraordinarily hard to please. Almost impossible. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Was, was that a good thing? I can't. I can't oh, dad, gum it. <laughs> We're gonna, have to, uh, we're gonna have to have words after this. I just realized that was an insult. Yeah, well, can't, <laughs> you can't blame her. She, <sighs> she, she, yeah. Yeah. Well, that. So, okay. Um, next. So go to PyCon. Ne, yeah. So go, go to PyCon and and someday, you know, all all user conferences will be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> In that utopian future. Yes. Uh, when we're all out of jobs because AI has put us out of business. Um, Yet another hour gigacast right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I do want to delve in. I want to talk to somebody about this. Machine, oh, I, machine, I, need, I, need to, I need to put this on, I, on I, the... Uh, yes, now, now that you've said it, yeah, so I had to... Yeah. I, I, I realized I, I realized didn't, hadn't done the t-shirt thing yet. I, I do want to talk to somebody about this AI machine learning stuff because so much of what I hear is just like is this really something that's something or is this just, you know, if then statements, you know, like, cause it, 
part, part of it seems like the machine learning is actually just thousands of people in an office building programming an algorithm and telling something how to do something versus the machines actually doing things. Like I get, I just hear, I hear confusing and conflicting information about what these services really are. So I want to, I want to find somebody who I can talk to about this. Um, I, I can, I can line up somebody for your show if, uh, if you want to. That'd be helpful. Um, okay. Well, to try to pigeonhole you back into AWS, uh -huh. Um, uh, what is some, I love being what is, uh, one or two, you know, new things in AWS that people should actually care about? Uh, okay. So, well, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to call the ball and I'm going to say that the two things that they should care about, and, the, and these are two entirely different services from, from a, from an approach perspective. Um, one is, one is control tower. And the other one is the well-architected tool. Um, and by picking control tower, I'm kind of I'm kind of um, showing my hand as being an old an, an old infrastructure guy. Um, a lot of people would be like, "What?" It's control tower is a um, it's a service that allows you to basically have that quote unquote single pane of glass on top of a bunch of other services single that. Pane of glass. <laughs> Everybody do a shot. Single pane of glass. He said it. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Um, so control tower is AWS has suffered from a an embarrassment of riches. What what they they have on so, so many fronts. It's 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 yeah. absurd. They they have so many things, and and when when you finally got in your environment, like just cherry pimped out, then something comes along that makes it completely like obsolete in in three seconds. Um, and and that's that's one of the things about the well architected tool that I'll talk to. Um, what Control Tower does is it allows you to kind of wrap. So there's AWS organizations, uh, there's AWS service catalog, there's AWS IAM. There's all these different ways of how of how you can provision your environment. So service catalog is kind of like VRA. Um, uh, the the AWS orgs is kind of like Active Directory. Um, the, the 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 transit hub is is kind of like NSX. I mean, it's it's there there's there's no, that's a lie. It's not it's not like NSX. Um, Nothing is but, like NSX. But there's, <laughs> correct answer for the new NSX. There is only one NSX. Tomorrow morning, eight a.m. Yeah. There's only one NSX, except there's like five of them. But still, I digress. <laughs> Quiet. Don't talk about ACI. Um, so, so what Control Tower does is it takes all of these shoulda, woulda, coulda, oughtas, um, and and turns it into for the VMware folks a VMware validated design. It it, it gives you a ability to create your transit hub, cre uh, slap a a service catalog onto the side of it, um, wrap your IAM roles in a in a in a, in a in a well validated proper architecture, um, have your spawned off. A, you're, you're, you have an, a multi-account transit hub type architecture out of the box with, with monitoring in place, with your cloud trail buckets stood up, with your, with your logging uh, properly configured, 
and and this this has been something hard fought and hard won. And I and I I know that AWS is still kind of brand new and still trying to kind of figure things out. Control Tower is is I feel it's it's first enterprise production level ready platform offering kind of thing. Yeah. If that makes sense, like like. I mean, you you can do EC2 instances, and you can create availability zones, and you can you can do designs all day long and 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 stuff like that. But you could, up until now, do a completely different design for every single customer by by slapping out a control tower and a transit hub. You you can give your enterprise customer that base that they that they should have built to begin with. Um, oh, and by the way, if you create, if you screwed it up and created a bunch of crappy accounts, um, all willy nilly, all over the place. Yes, I said willy nilly. Um, you could suck them into your control tower and and have them as as child accounts to your master payer account. Um, so it's it's made my job a hell of a lot easier. Um, instead of you know writing these CFTs that actually do that, you know, with with multi payer or you know, the, the master payer account and the multi multi sub accounts with AWS orgs and the service catalog, this, this does it, this, this, you hit the button and it spools it up and, and you can then figure out how you want to segregate your, your workloads. You can create your SCMs, your service control policies to say, okay, these accounts are your dev accounts so only the dev people can touch them and they can only do these certain services. Um, these are the prod accounts. Nobody can touch these except for, you know, Papa Bear and and you know the 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 prod the prod monkeys, whatever. I mean, it, it's I, I like that. So I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of Control Tower. Yeah. So and the so other it, thing, well, before you jump in, first off, thing. questions about Control Tower. Yeah. 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 It says here that is it is <laughs> the easiest way to set up and govern a new secure multi-account AWS environment. So this is mm -hmm. for companies that have more than one AWS account. Yes. Yeah. Actually, actually, I recommend that people have multiple accounts, um, really? even even if they're just as. Yeah. Totally. Okay. So, um, by 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 setting up your so if you, if you have a company that has um, classic example, uh, I'm I'm currently working with a company that has they've they've been building software on prem for the past thirty years. Uh, they've sold CDs to customers. The customer then buys a CD and installs it locally in their environment. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, and what they wanted to do is they wanted to create a SaaS model for that software. They wanted to install it in their own little environment up in the cloud um, and, then and then have a VPN connection from the customer's site to that slice of the cloud so that that customer could then do their thing, you know, run, run this product. Um, from afar the what they what they had originally wanted to do is they wanted to have everything under one account they wanted to have um one vpc per customer and then connect the vpcs back to a a um an administrative vpc for monitoring and patching and care and feed and maintenance of the, of of said things um but there are limitations to accounts. There are billing issues with, with, within one account. Um, there are certain things within the account level that are not tagged from a pricing perspective. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you take that and you set up one account per customer in that SaaS model, then the, the account layer 
is the final demarcation. That's the that's the last line in the, of defense around which no, nothing nothing can pierce. So by by giving one customer one account, and you know customer A has account A, customer B has account B, there is no way that the billing information can be erroneous per customer mm. because because that account the the bill for that account is the bill for that account. Right. Period. Um, whether whether you roll that up into a master payer account or whether you roll that up into an OU and a control tower or something like that, it, it doesn't matter. The, the the best easiest way to segregate workloads and billing structures and IAM policies and SEPs is at the account layer. So so I I by default go for a multi-account strategy in in AWS. Okay, I, I had no idea that that was a thing. So. Yeah. Oh, it, it yeah. <clears throat> so, yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Right. So, what is the second thing people should care about? The second thing that people should care about is the well-architected tool. Um, the the well-architected tool. So, caveat. Another caveat. I am super biased. Um, I am one of the well-architected review ambassadors, um, minted by AWS. You know, they flew me and, and my uh, my boss um, David Jones out to to Seattle. We sat through the the well-architected training. Uh, we got a little cute badge and a thing or whatever, and uh, and they and they sent us back. And there's 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 50 companies out there that have well-architected review ambassadors, and and we are uh, two of the of the war ambassadors. And we go out and we do wars, well-architected reviews. We call them wars. Um, the well-architected tool is the is the person that's running the war's best friend. Yeah. Um, what the well-architected tool does is it has a series of questions, and it basically runs you down through the entire requirements gathering sections of the TOGAF model, the open architecture, the open group architecture framework model. Um, for anybody listening that does TOGAF or is studying for their VCDX or is studying for their VCAP design. All, all of all of this is going to be very, very, very familiar. It's requirements, risks, assumptions, and constraints. It's the conceptual, logical, and physical diagrams that that result from the requirements gathering. It's the stakeholder communication. It's the stakeholder conversations and questions. The tool itself basically runs the requirements for you, and and the well-architected review basically writes your design. For, for for a good architecture within AWS. Now, the cool part about the tool is that it is not necessarily AWS specific. You can take those same questions and you, you can apply them to any design. You can do it in Azure, you can do it in VMware, you can do it in GCP. You can you can take those same questions and, and by tweaking the actual tools. Oh, you have, yes, we have a question from the audience. <laughs> is, is this at all akin to or similar to the VMware validated designs? It, it, so the VMware validated design is the end product of what a uh, war would do. Okay. Get, sorry. So, get so if, you, yeah, 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 no, no, totally. It's totally, it's, it's a great question. If you did a war on a, on a VMware environment and you vetted it with the product managers, the, 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 the thing that you spit out at the end of it would be a VVD. Okay. Okay. So I go into customer accounts. Um, I, I, I do a war with them. It's like a t it's a four hour process. I sit down with all the stakeholders in the environment. I say, what do you want your product to do? And 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 show and show me what it, what you currently have stood up. And then and then I ask them the questions in the war. And and those questions basically tell us 
what needs to be done in the environment or if it or if it has been designed properly. And then I and then I come out with a list of recommendations on how to really pimp out your your design to make it more secure, more cost effective, um, more more optimally performant, more scalable. Uh, there's there's the five pillars of the of the well-architected framework, and and when you when you drill down into those five pillars, you have op there's operational excellence, performance, security, cost optimization. I forget the other one, um, but but it really helps to to help you hone in on what's really important in in making your design um, performant and cost effective. Interesting. Super fun. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. I've got a question as a. Uh... AWS novice or mm -hmm. severe newbie. Mm -hmm. So how do things work if a, if a company comes to you and they say, we've got this, you know, set, particular set of workloads, we've got the, these apps and, mm -hmm. and they're existing on uh, current, you know, Windows, Linux, whatever, local infrastructure and private. Local, cloud. okay. Yep. Is it always a replatform or is there some sort of process for ingesting and migrating how does that work to get a workload actually into aws native like that so there's this thing called the uh, the six r's of migration okay. hold on let me pull it up six r's of migration uh, six r's of cloud migration uh oh and they oh come on they don't even have them numbered okay here we go remove retain replatform rehost repurchase or refactor so um a, a part so a, a migration can be a part of a war um but usually we we kind of separate them out because you don't want to do a ton of tweaking if, if you're so there's there's lift and shift so the 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 replatform is excuse me the re, the rehosting is what we call lift and shift where if you have a vm that's got two cores and and four gigs of ram and so much disk you just spool up an instance that's got two cores and four gigs of ram and so much disk and you just scoop the bits out of there and you slap the bits into there whether you use hcx or whether you use zerto or whatever or whatever however you do it you're just you're taking like for like and spitting it up in there that is the most horrific and dumbest way to do it um but it's also the easiest way to do it it's it's also it's it's the most expensive way because if you just lift and shift everything and you do like for like mm -hmm. then all of the inefficiencies that you had on-prem are now going to be your inefficiencies that you're going to have in the cloud oh by the way you're actually the it needs all the things the give it all the things <laughs> nice. That man sounded very wise. I, I like where you run into that, that problem. Was. That was amazing. Yeah, that, that's, where, <laughs> that's where you run into that problem. So, so um, what we recommend is is to do a uh, a lift tinker and shift, which is called, which is a re, uh, either a replatform or a refactor. You can you can spend some time on the front planning what what Lift what are you doing i'm just laughing at the tinker thing because you know we're, we're it professionals and we're talking about tinkering with somebody's business that's that's <laughs> the phrase that they use lift tinker and shift it's you know I just you, think it's funny you, that's you, all. You, you, you poke it you poke it to see what happens <laughs> no so so the the replatform uh rehost is is the Lift tinker and shift. That's where you you say, okay, you're currently running a, a three a three app stack. <laughs> Are you still giggling? I have no idea. <laughs> He's trying to take a break and recompose himself. Yeah. That that's where where you have you know, app, a web layer, application layer, and a SQL backend. Yeah. And and then you're like, okay, it's currently running Windows, Windows, C, Windows. 
um, can can we use RDS for the back end? Is, is RDS a viable, cheaper option? If yes, good. If no, why not? Um, can we can we run it on a lamp stack? Can we use a smaller lamp stack? Can can we get can we purchase reserved instances to make to make the cost effectiveness of the on-demand instances go down by 60%? Um, can can we can we manipulate the environment by using something like VROPS to go in and say, okay, this environment has never gone above three percent CPU in its entire mm-hmm. life, and it's got sixty-four gigs of RAM. Yeah, <laughs> right. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and and that and that's a giant battle that we've all had. Anybody that has run VROPS and gotten into a screaming match with their developers, as as I have for years, um, knows knows you know what what a Sisyphean effort that is, but. It's a lot easier when you're running at a hundred thousand dollars a day, mm-hmm. and and they're trying to cut their costs, and you can actually watch right. the meter ticking over, you know, like like the um like the Griswold's uh, energy meter when he when he turned on all the lights <laughs> in his house. Um, so so it's it's and it's so much easier to resize because you can the the, the developer says no I need this big of a thing yeah how this is the price and I'm like oh well, maybe I guess we don't. And, and and then you, the then you can have <laughs> well it doesn't end the argument it starts the conversation right. it al- it allows us to say okay your JVM has an eight gig stack on it but you're but you're dedicating sixty four gigs to this to this host what what are you doing can you get away with twelve gigs of RAM because mm-hmm. you're not using the, the the everything you're not using the sixty four so so and that's why i'm learning python because i don't know those things unless i have a little bit of developer knowledge in my head to like mm-hmm. really really drill down into those conversations right um so you, you, you see my madness you see how it's all coming together all coming together <laughs> yeah. in a beautiful those picture are- <laughs> those are all things that you know back in my sysadmin days that were not that long ago i would i would fight every vendor that would come in and say i need this many vc and i need this much RAM." Uh, just based on what I estimated they needed, I would get something running because you don't you don't start out in production anyway, right? And you kind of evaluate what it needs. And just about every time, starting at fifty percent of what the vendor said was fine. Totally, absolutely. Yeah. They always yep. they they're trying to see CYA. So, um, oh. I just want to yeah. yeah. Because because they expect the environment to be overcommitted to begin with, because yeah. because the, the the previous three vendors did the exact same thing, and now your CPU ready is at you know an ungodly eight percent or something, and or or, or worse. I, I had I'm to at a customer to to be unnamed. I had twenty five percent CPU ready. Wow. Across across three hundred plus hosts. Wow, that's nuts. So <laughs> this, this this kind of speaks to one of the projects that I just exited um where they're you know was it was a dr project and they're talking about you know like this kind of yeah replatforming applications and and dealing with how things are built and the particular customers we were trying to help they're like were teams of people basically like an entire team of application developers you know they're all india based but this whole team of people over there um are charged with keeping this one application running um, and it's something that nobody that's on the team currently had anything to do with the initial development of it. So they are just basically key keepers and making sure that it doesn't stop running. And so like the, the ability to like replatform this application literally doesn't exist. And 
you know, they have to keep it running on the same type of machines and on the same type of hardware and the same type of everything because, yep. you know, trying to take it out of a VMware machine and put it into an Amazon, you know, instance, is just not possible. And going through that whole pro- project and setting up the, this DR thing with them and just kind of being a fly on the wall in a lot of conversations, um, I really, really, really got to see the value of VMware Cloud and AWS in this whole thing because... Oh, totally. Trying yeah. to um, construct a VMware environment in somebody else's cloud um, and just by, you know, throwing some servers in there and just building it all yourself. Um, and and how, like, we, I, I literally was on phone calls with, like, 20 people all troubleshooting one firewall issue for a hardware firewall that, that connected this DR zone to the customer's data center. And so, and, and this was like a five-hour troubleshooting call and i'm like and i'm starting after a while you start to see the dollar signs of like i know how much i'm getting paid and all these other smart people on the call are probably all getting paid more than me and we're all sitting here doing nothing while we wait for two people to try to figure out what's going on with this thing and you contrast all of that to how vmware cloud and aws just turns on stuff gets built up it's all done in software you don't have to deal with other vendors and things just, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, tr- you plug in HCX, you move a machine over, you move it back. It's like all of those support costs just kind of disappear in the value of how VMC actually runs. And like that, all, I, I thought initially when they first announced it, that it was expensive and it still is expensive. But once you look at it from an enterprise, when you look at it from an enterprise application development cycle and how much it costs to replatform an application versus build a new data center and stand up hosts and you know on vmc i i I, after after going through this experience my my initial thought was they're not charging enough for vmc and aws (laughs) i i so i i really believe that i so i super love vmc i i'm i'm a i'm a big fan of, of of how it works and 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 the the promise of it, mm-hmm. I, I I don't think that it has been sold appropriately. The the way you just sold it right now is is literally the first thing that every person that tries to sell VMC should be saying. Right. It's it's a it's a it's a it's not a silver bullet. It's not a panacea. No. But it and is, I'm sure it's not perfect either. But it's it's but but it 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 hits a lot of a lot of topics and and I mean humans are humans. Everybody says, "Oh, we really should replatform this thing." Are you? Well, or, yeah. when? Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 how often is it the case where yeah, you've got an application that was developed by somebody thirty years ago that you know nobody knows how this thing was written, and you know you right. you try to move that to something else? Oh, that's not going to go well. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, you're exactly right. I mean, there's 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 a lot of there's a lot of good good stuff with within. I mean. I don't know. I mean, the, the, there are. Well, well, actually, hold on. Let me let me walk this back a second. Tony, did we answer your question about cloud migrations? Did we? Did yeah. we actually? And Britain's completely stole my, my thunder because that's exactly where I was going with that whole thing. Is <laughs> HCX and AWS. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Stealing my point, but, Britain. Okay. Are you are you guys getting a buzz off of Britain's mic right now? Yeah, his oh, audio goes after. We hit the timer yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. So I just that, that that's our cue. His audio was like this weird stuttering robotic thing after a certain yeah, time I have limit. To, I have so. to switch. It's a Zoom thing on my Mac. 
Yeah, they were. Uh-huh. So I have to switch the microphone on my Mac for the feed that you guys get of me is, yep. is goofed up. The recording is fine. Um, yeah. It's, it's just it's just what you guys hear. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, good to know. <laughs> yeah. It's not just you. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. That that's so, our so, that, that's our cue that we need to wrap this up. So. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, did, did we, did we talk about all the things that you guys wanted to talk about? Oh, I think most of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, ha- cool. for having almost no agenda. I think we, uh, I think we covered pretty well. Yeah. We're like an hour and 40 minutes into it almost. <laughs> well, if, if there's one thing that we're all good at, it's yakking about it stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Um, final thoughts, Tony, do you have anything you want to add or talk about or any questions for Mr. Williams? Uh, no, I think I'm good. All right. I was looking for something there, but geez. You know. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you always have like, look like the last question. What, what's your favorite IDE? What's, uh, what's, what's the, what, what are you having for dinner tonight? Tell me your data center horror stories. Yes. Give, oh, give us God. a, give us a fire flood blood story. Yeah. Oh, come on. Really? That's the last question you got. I have, I have like 45 minutes of me crawling underneath, you know, um, air gaps with, with a fiber cables between my teeth to try to get a sand up and running that, that needed <laughs> that needed a customer live 35 minutes ago uh, I, I i can't i can't do that in five minutes or less okay. <laughs> i need you to feel my pain you just did <laughs> so here, here, uh, here here's the one of the primary reasons i'm i'm closing my business and joining vmware is i will mm. i'm hoping to never again get a phone call of my printer doesn't work i walk into the person's office pull the paper tray out and discover there's no paper in the printer. <laughs> I, I love those. Are you kidding me? Those are easy that, closes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, for me, like, that was a trip like across the town. Best kind of ticket. <laughs> did you get paid for it? Of course I did. But still, it's just like, you know what? I got more important things to deal with <laughs> than educate people on how to load a printer. Okay. All right, uh, you know what? But you know, the, the, if the money's good, I will I will fill a paper tray all day long. <laughs> I actually I actually told my boss something very similar to that. So I've I've been doing a a bit a, a fair bit of uh, VCSA migra- uh, updates and migrations and and storage v motions recently, um, sim- simply because. There's just so much of it that needs to be done. I've actually been dipping my toe back into the VMware stuff. And uh, I was I was like, he was like, I'm really sorry that I have to give you this job. I was like, Jonesy, you pay me X X amount of money a year. If 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 you if you want me to mop the floors, I'll, I'll mop the floors. I'll be the I'll be the highest paid janitor you guys have ever seen, but yeah. but I will mop a floor for you. <laughs> nice. Perspective. Yeah, it's all good, you know. I'm 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 getting my physical labor muscles worked by building converting the back porch in our house to an office for my wife. So I'm, you know, oh nice. The the like that that's one thing that's really cathartic for me is like doing physical things and like at the end of the at the end of a couple hours of worth of work, I can look at something physical and see what I actually did as opposed to this digital stuff where you never really see what you did. Uh, so, I like looking at like if I, if I if I do a couple pages of code. I, I I like looking at that and and yeah, sitting I, back I, and admiring my handiwork. I could see I could see that, but I, I'm not a I'm not a code monkey, so yeah, you know. I'm not either. You totally should get into it. Highly, actually, 
you have to get into it. I know you can't I do now. Not yeah. Get into it. <laughs> it's uh it's 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 something that I mean we're going I mean these the I'm I'm going to say this right now the standard infrastructure VMware rack and stack guy of of which of which I was for 15 years that's that that is a dying profession. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have to get good at infrastructure code. We have to we have to know how to do if then else statements and how to loop and how to when and right. and uh, all that stuff. It's it's not it's not a it's not a luxury anymore to automate stuff. We have to do it. Automate all the things. All the things. You can hit the button again. No, I'm I'm just <laughs> queuing up the exit. Here. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, hey, thanks so much again for joining us, Chris. I'm sorry again to you specifically for having to keep pushing you off, but you know. Oh no, 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 it's okay. We, I, I had, I had literally the same like hectic life things that happened as you guys. So when you guys were pushing it off, I was like, phew, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so no apologies necessary. I, right. I, I love hanging out with you guys. Well, yeah, and you appreciate you, it. You, you are, you know, one of our first real, real guests that we had. And so, you know, we want to treat you well. I'm sorry. No, it's good. <laughs> it's all good. So, you know, we're, 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 we're still learning how to do this thing, but you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's going pretty well, but all right. So hang, hang it, on. It is. Don't, don't hang, don't hang you guys up. Did a great job. Don't hang up yet, Chris. Okay. So I'm going to play us out. All right. That has been GigaCast episode 30 for Sunday, July 28th. Uh, we don't have anything scheduled yet for August. Um, Tony and I are not going to be making it to VMworld, so we'll probably do our standard VMworld panel episode. Um, raise your hand on Twitter if you want to be part of that panel, um, and we'll get you on the schedule for that. And then I've talked to Tony about this again, but I, I would like to see if him and I can do some live broadcasting remote of VMworld since we'll both be stuck at home. Um, and see, see if we can cover the show without being there. So we'll play with that a little bit. Otherwise, thanks again to Mr. Chris Williams for joining us. And uh, we will hopefully come at you again very soon with another episode. Thank you. Thank you.